No matter what we face, we must face the moment of truth, baby. And we're back for another episode of the Stereo Bros Podcast. It's Mr. Ratchet. I'm over here with two tremendous, tremendous co-hosts. Why don't you go introduce yourselves? Big Lee, Head Chef Sue. <laughs> it's Jazzy. Yes, and uh, we're just going to jump right into it. Labor Day weekend has just concluded here in uh, Congrats Brooknown, on Brooknown. Uh, New York City. Shout out to everybody that checked into our uh, Labor Day Survival Guide. Either um, you spread the word, you you uh, hit me up directly or one of the co-hosts about it. We hope that you yeah. took the tips. Yeah. You use it to survive both the NYPD and the uh, super aggressive, beautiful West Indian <laughs> ladies on the parkway. <laughs> but while they say it's gotten safer... And by all accounts, it has, um, you know, minimal acts of violence. They've shortened Juve to a few hours at daylight. And there's a lot of footage on Facebook in particular where there's NYPD cops that were being a bit aggressive towards citizens. And there's countless stories of people not being able to get home because they're being sent to different roads. And even mm-hmm. I was driving through Crown Heights and the street was blocked off. So I wanted to park in and I had to kind of walk to my destination. And... You know, our co-ops got their own stories about their experiences. Mm-hmm. I didn't actually go to the parade. This year, I decided to have a cold glass or three of Prosecco. <laughs> did some push-ups. Fancy. And just slept. But on my block, it's not far from the parade route. So there was a plethora of parade goers and revelers who chose to double and triple park their cars on my block. <laughs> causing traffic for several blocks. But mm-hmm. there was also a reported... Cheddar Bob, a guy shot himself in the hand. Cheddar Bob. Cheddar Bob. <laughs> Not bad for me, but I think the most damning thing that I saw or heard this weekend was that there was a young woman of color in Flatbush who went on Facebook and says she heard firecrackers, saw a shooting, and then people from like News 11 wanted her footage, and people on Black Twitter were like, well, this is the only thing you posted about Juve. Why is it negative? And that right there made me think, like, as much as the parade's gotten better, we're still not taking enough responsibility for certain stereotypes and certain ideas people have about what's a great event, right? Three million people in Brooklyn celebrating culture. That's a lot of people. Things are bound to happen. Mm -hmm. But I think we shouldn't celebrate that and we shouldn't get mad at a person for, you know, not being comfortable with the idea of embracing Juve because this, this, this may be her only perception her only experience with it. Because say she going to Miami Carnival or Grenada Carnival, Trinidad Carnival, Crop Over, and actually experience the carnival in its purest form, mm-hmm. she'd have a broader view. But until I had that broader view, I thought of Juve as like deathmatch. Mm-hmm. Right. It wasn't until the last few years that I've been going to actual family events in Flatbush on Juve night feeling comfortable knowing that, okay, I'm going to have a good time and I'm going to get home safely. Mm -hmm. Because, like we said last episode, I'm going to a place. I'm not just wandering around uh, trying to find something to get into. I'm going to a a destination. So, I mean, that's my Labor Day spiel. You know what I'm saying? As the wallflower is a two-stepper, I didn't get my wallflower or my two-step on, but I did see a parking lot on my block. So that was my extent. (laughs) I mean, I thought there was an added police presence this year. personally, from my own experience, saw a ghost town in Crown Heights <laughs> on, on my side going toward Bed-Stuy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was extremely quiet. Like, I thought I was in the Twilight Zone. And I mm-hmm. think that is because of the newest neighbors 
Mm-hmm. and the occupants of my area mm-hmm. looking a little different than mm-hmm. the participants in the mm-hmm. West Indian Day Parade. Mm-hmm. Um, also, one of the fets I was supposed to go to, their permits were pulled at the last minute, and I also Shout believe I also believe that has to do with like you know oh, the yeah. area and the and the um, the neighbors not wanting these things. And even over the years, there's just been a lot of fets have been moved to like. Coney Island move like further out Queens and stuff like that which is annoying number one for me but (laughs) more importantly it's like you're removing the culture from the heart of where it sits where it sits in New York City Mm -hmm. so that was really disheartening but I mean I went on the parkway for like 30 minutes I saw people I didn't get any food but there was food abundance of food there I didn't even see a truck in my little half an hour that I was there but um, I headed home but yeah I did go to some fets the season was promising but it kind of failed me in Mm -hmm. a way but yeah down with the pilgrims (laughs) I worked extended hours this weekend so I worked all weekend but um, I did see a lot. There were the the police presence was really, 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 really intensified. Um, I appreciated the floodlights on Flatbush, though. I appreciate the floodlights. <laughs> it, felt safer. it did feel safer. Um, I caught, uh, and you know what's what was surprising is that by you know where I worked, there was a lot of activity. Like was, everyone had a barbecue or something going on. So while I was stuck at work, the block the block was indeed celebrating. Um, I went to Labor Day parade for maybe two and a half hours the next day. Um, there were a lot of gaps between the floats. Mm-hmm. Um, so it took a while. So we ended up walking for a little bit. Um, but I, I thought that it was just, it was really crowded on the side, like on the service roads. Mm-hmm. But behind the truck and all that space in there wasn't. So it, like visually, if you were looking at the parkway, depending on what truck you were on or near, it just didn't look like there was many people there. Mm-hmm. But there was a hell of a lot of bystanders oh, on the sorry. service road. So, like, I mean, I think it was well attended. I didn't hear anything about any um, body getting killed, thank God. There was, to, to your point, there was a shooting that they mentioned very quietly at the end of the broadcast on the news wasn't affiliated with the parade. But, um, you know. Let's get into it. Yeah. It was affiliated. Yeah. People get shot every day, B. <laughs> like, I, you know, for me, the I'm just like... The jazz, you're not the views <laughs> at stereo. Yeah. But like, every... I literally, I'm a woman of a certain age. I grew up in Crown Heights. Like, every year, somebody... There's a, some sort of fatality. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that that's wrong, but for a million-person gathering of people, sometimes very young people Mm -hmm. who just come for the foolishness Mm -hmm. i don't think that is bad in terms of the ratio now no of course i pray for anybody any innocent bystander that is not a part of the foolishness and is hurt like the what was the guy exactly like him or something like that but at the same time know that these things happen and for me, I don't know if it's the, the, the added police presence. I don't know if that's necessarily changing anything versus people worrying about getting guns off the streets in the first yeah. place. Yeah. You know, do we curse on here? I don't remember. Yeah. But I wanted to use the F word just now and I did. But yes, they need to focus on that and not like policing people that, you know, and what I think about curb, like the West Indian Day Parade is that a lot of people may not have the funds or the money to go to their home country. And yeah. like, this is the little bit of, you know, mm-hmm. you know, reverie or whatever that, that they, they get, get they get a chance in. to participate in and to even think about taking that away because of a couple knuckleheads every year the conversation comes up or because new neighbors or new people feel that they don't want to hear that noise in yeah. their ears where they could carry the ass somewhere else. I go home. Like, you, like, oh, <laughs> yo, I ain't with the niggas throwing all that oil in that goose. <laughs> Thank you, Bobby. Thank you. Her, I ain't with none of that. B. I'm, B? I'm there for the niches. For yeah. the niches. Her. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but, you know, that's a, valid, <laughs> that's a valid point. And over policing, first of all, you can't compare. Well, uh, here's the thing. If you compare the West Indian Day Parade to Santa Con, the Irish Parade, the Puerto Rican Parade, the number of fights that broke out, I'm willing to guesstimate or bet a bottle of Prosecco <laughs> that there's more fights Stakes are high. at mm-hmm. Santa Con 
or at any other parades than at the Labor Day parade. Right. And the Labor the Labor Day parade is bigger than the others. So if you have ten acts of violence at the parade and there's over a million or more people there, that's pretty good numbers. But excuse me. The association of anything that happens in New York City that weekend with the Labor Day Parade, I'm yeah. happy that they're starting to get better at that. But I do still think that there is work to be done in terms of accountability. People like our borough presidents and our councilmen and councilwomen, mm-hmm. if we're unhappy with Labor Day coverage or Labor Day policing, then we got to make these phone calls because there's no reason why they flood our parade with the typical racially insensitive culturally insensitive police officers that want to be hyper-aggressive, they can't communicate, mm-hmm. they're disrespectful, and they're disrespecting uh, hard-working people. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not disrespecting gang members right. because they'll want from gang members. Mm-hmm. They're disrespecting mothers, fathers, sisters, brothers, tax-paying citizens, people that pay their salaries. Right. Mm-hmm. So to that I say, you know, on Facebook right now, there are a, a bunch of um, Google Forms and petitions if you saw any random acts of aggression by the police, definitely report those because they need to be held accountable and we need to keep driving home the point that this is our culture, our city. And as a taxpaying citizen, it's crazy for you to feel unsafe or uneasy dealing with the police. That's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's that's part of what we, what we got to deal with in New York City and in a lot of major cities where the majority of the police force do not live where they work and do not represent the people that they police. Mm-hmm. It's like you, like, the, and it, I never understood that with the officers because you can't tell who I am. I'm, like, not dressed in any particular outfit. Like, why would you just openly disrespect? You don't know who they are. You know what I mean? But they don't. And they, and you don't, they know who you are. They yeah. see your black skin first. Mm-hmm. That, and, that's the, and that's, that's, the, the, that's the first thing that they identify is yeah. that they see your skin and they automatically, their minds automatically go one place. But the yeah. craziest thing, too, is these aren't road scholars. These aren't no, engineers. Don't. These are the yeah. people that barely graduated high school a lot of the times. But, mm-hmm. but quick detour. Shout out to all the cops I know because the cops that I know personally are remarkable individuals. And they do what they can yeah. to push the right narratives. Also, shout out to the NYPD 12 and everybody that was associated with the film Crime Plus Punishment. We're not talking about child. We're talking about <laughs> bozos that come yeah. from cop families right. that assume that they are better than because their uncle and aunt were cops. Right. That 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 in itself is not enough because if I went to your neighborhood and treated your loved ones like that, mm-hmm. you'd feel away. You know what? You know what? What comes to mind is I think about the amount of... Um, because one thing that I've noticed in working with, like, uh, in these densely Caribbean neighborhoods, right, doing a lot of, like, economic development in these neighborhoods, it's a lot of xenophobia and a lot of ageism that goes into, like, how people monitor an event. And I feel like maybe we haven't seen a public outcry from older Caribbean politicians because they might be looped in in a little bit of that young, mm-hmm. young and dumb, mm-hmm. oh, you know, yeah. thinking. And so... Maybe this is an opportunity for those of us who to might be first them. first generation Americans, you know, or or people who um, are are immigrants of the from the Caribbean who happen to be in the same age group, who are like, you know, we're young professionals too. That's a and, showcasing. Yeah, you know, and that we don't <laughs> we don't want a toy um, showcasing. What? <laughs> Jazzy found a shotgun shell, a toy shotgun oh, shell. Wow. In the studio. A, and I'm just playing with it because this is what I do. <laughs> like a Nerf? Yes. Oh, okay. Nerf toy. I mean, that's the happiest showcasing I've ever seen. Right. <laughs> that's the happiest Labor Day. <laughs> Survival guy. We got you. Right? You shoot everything's like, everything's awesome. That's what I'm. Pew, pew, pew. It's like fireworks attached. No, but I think. You know, in in your to your point of contacting your politicians and the people who are, who regulate this kind of thing, I'm just thinking about how much of their own personal bias might be influencing in the fact I that I mean, I have my own problems. I was just mm-hmm. telling y'all, these young little American exactly. children ruining everything. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just saying, it's <laughs> a lot of young people that come for the me- for the melee. Yeah, yeah, they're there for the melee and they're not there for yeah. the culture. Perhaps. Which I'm sure all the Bobby Bunzes is out there. All Bobby, the little all Bobby, Bobby, Bobby Bunzes. And the Bobby Bunzes be from Trinidad and, yeah, and all the yeah. other Caribbean islands too. Yeah. But you know, they're attracted <laughs> right. to that life and they're not there for the right reasons. It's true. But maybe incorporating the youth in some planning might 
might take this away if they felt like they had a space to just do something. Not the nonsense, but you know what I mean? A space for them to come I don't know. At least we haven't heard an outcry to end it so mm-hmm. far for the year. The so. thing is, I don't know if you can end it, and I think um, it's just one of those things where I think if there's enough involvement by the right people, it can still be a beautiful thing. I mean, yeah. on the one hand... I want Juve to be what it was at the same time, though. If this is going to be one of the safest years ever, mm-hmm. and the police can next year be more respectful, mm-hmm. and that piece can get fixed, and they can still capture the beauty of the parade. Because, yep. you know, as we always say, if you actually in the parade, you want to float, or you, you, you got a costume, whatever, you largely shield it from a lot of the mm-hmm. nonsense. It's when you either were trying to walk to, mm-hmm. or you're trying to get under like a barricade, or you. Yeah. Or you trying to get into the joint where it's it's issues. Yeah. Sometimes it's walking home. Sometimes. Because, yeah. I mean, it's not like the regular streets aren't cut up and packed full of people, too. People are activating on every single block. Facts. So, you know, it is what it is for a while. But it, but there was a lot of, there was a lot of, there was a lot of vanilla queens out there with flags on. I'm just saying it. I just had to say it. And- I, I saw a few too. I saw a few too as you well. Know, and it's it's wonderful. It's Shout wonderful. I love inclusion. I love all, all of it. Stereo Bros is an inclusive Absolutely. podcast. It was, it was when I was like, I was like, oh, okay. And some yeah, of them had the, the Bati Riders on. And it was Bati in the Bati Rider. That's when I was like, oh, way. They out here. They out here. Coming soon, we'll have visual <laughs> Of our recordings, <laughs> I want y'all to see the madness that goes on. Um, I'm an innocent bystander in all of this, man. I just pour some beverages and and you know just give my thoughts with two people that I got a lot of respect for. But um, He's like, shout out to all. He's trying to moonwalk all the way away from our statement. That they were still though. there though. That was cool though. You can't cool. help who comes to the park where. Speaking of, you know. You can't help and a bunch of other stuff. I'm just going to segue out of this. That boy Cap, Colin right. Kaepernick, right. has... Just do it, y'all. ...had a, a tremendous movement forward in that his collusion lawsuit against the NFL has been allowed to go to trial. Mm-hmm. For those that, you know, don't know what that means, I'll break it down for you. Long story short, the NFL may be potentially in some shit. Right. Because basically, the arbitrator that was supposed to settle their case to keep it out of a courtroom said that there's some smoke where there's fire and that there's at least something a shred of like there's enough evidence to at least proceed and what that also means is that you know there'll be depositions where under oath the NFL owners will have to say what they did or did not know about his employment situation but also whether or not there was like a concerted effort to keep him out of the league where they're running a foul is that there's a collective bargaining agreement whereby every NFL player is supposed to have the opportunity to get employment. Mm-hmm. And if you come together as 32 owners and say, we're not going to hire this guy based off of something non-football where it's not like he's on drugs or he's, right. you know, doing something that's He's not being wrong, a Manziel. Right, like, right, like, <laughs> then that could be a problem because, again, collusion is the, you know, name of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, for any further details on what this stuff means, consult... An attorney, preferably a litigator. <laughs> but, um, you know, this is great because the NFL will have to potentially, even if, like, they're saying he has a high barrier to win the case, but even if he doesn't win, I think I think that the NFL is going to settle because this is during the season. They do not need this kind of heat right. on them during the season, right? But the fact that the arbitrator said, hey, there's something here, I think that speaks to how much power this lawsuit actually has and I said it before but I think in some ways he's like a modern day Ali and that he mm-hmm. sacrificed his career mm-hmm. for the greater good mm-hmm. um, I agree but then on top of that Nike just came out recently with a Colin Kaepernick ad and um, people are saying that Nike was paying him all along well yeah he had sponsorship yeah and endorsement from them since 2011 yeah so it makes sense that they were paying him all along. They renewed his contract, and now he's part of a new marketing plan. Mm-hmm. But there's some folks out there, you know, the semi-hotep and extra hoteps and <laughs> everybody in between that feel like this Nike campaign is bad for Kaepernick. But I got to let you guys in on a little secret. Even if you think Nike's not the best corporation in the world because of, you know, child labor right. or because of price gouging, Google Booger T. Washington. He used 
uh, white plantation money to build some of your favorite HBCUs because he said, you don't want us at your schools. Build us our own schools with mm-hmm. your money. They did that. Is that wrong? Would you not go to Fisk or would you not go to Tuskegee because mm-hmm. they were built with white white plantation owner money? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of your favorite civil rights people back in the days had to either take money or deal with people that they didn't want to because they needed to get things done. Are you going to say that anybody from a Garvey or a Selassie or Mega Evers or Ralph Abernathy or Thomas Boylan or William Boylan, are you going to say any anybody in history that you respect because they dealt with an organization, even Madam C.J. Walker had to deal with Rockefeller. Is she no less great because she dealt with a corporate machine. Same thing with Kaepernick. Yes, he has Nike behind him, but what's the alternative? If that man got bills to pay, are you going to pay his bills while he protests? Mm-hmm. Are you the person right now that's going to put all your your either your job or your corporate income to the side to just be out there protesting? If you mm-hmm. are, salute. But if you're not, then you got to put everything into context, mm-hmm. right? Nike is a global platform with a lot of money. So if Cap is using that to get to we're trying to get to and raise awareness. What's the problem? Yeah. I'm tired of every time I go on the gram, there's like contrarians that just want to argue things to argue or to raise points just to raise points. Know the facts. If you're coming from a factual standpoint and you still feel away and you out there literally living and dying by what you stand for, then salute. But nine times out of ten, because I'm not even willing to risk my life for a lot of these things just yeah. yet. I got some bills to pay. Right. Facts. Right. But I'm. I'm open enough and honest enough to admit that to the world. Like, I'm not out here half corporate, half woke, and, you know, eating pork, but... You do not, what you can. Like, I do can. what I can, and I use my platform off and on air to do what I can in my own way. That's more than a lot of people are doing, but I'm never going to criticize the next man or woman because they protest differently. We got to stop acting like there wasn't a Malcolm and a Martin. There was a, w, there was mm-hmm. a W.E.B. Du Bois, and there was a Booker T. Mm-hmm. There was a Carter G., and it was a, a, um, a Marcus Garvey. Like, even though those eras all kind of overlapped, Paul Robeson didn't get along with everybody. Joe Lewis didn't get along with everybody. Jack Johnson, like, it's okay to have different types of civil rights movement. If you don't believe in what Cap's doing because Nike's behind him, then you got to say why. It can't just be because it's Nike. Mm-hmm. Yo, you're like a history tech nine. <laughs> <laughs> No, but, like, I I agree. Like, I think that, um... I think that, like, you have to at some, at some point. Not you have to, but, like, I don't... I think we have to just do away with the idea that in order to be noble and in order to be altruistic, you also have to be broke. Mm-hmm. And, like, everybody mm-hmm. ain't Buddha. Right. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like mm-hmm. everybody isn't willing to forego their life and, you know, what they do and the things they enjoy, you know, for the sake of enlightenment and helping helping the world. Like, some of us want to be in the world of the world to a degree mm-hmm. and still be able to say, hey, this is wrong with that. We want to change that. And so if, you know, Dave Chappelle says it in, his, in one of them four specials <laughs> he put out on Netflix <laughs> that, you know giving Colin Kaepernick some money, like, we should fund our heroes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We should fund them. I feel like they did that with Martin Luther King. Yeah, and you'll get more heroes. If you knew that you didn't have to, like, die and waste away, you know, and, and mm. give up everything that you love, wouldn't you step up more? If you knew that people were so behind you, they mm-hmm. were willing to put funds in your pocket, whether it's for you to eat and live or it's for you to further the mission, like, mm-hmm. you, people, more people would do mm-hmm. it. Malcolm X was like putting a house and had a car yeah. for the nation. Yeah. And he turned down a lot of money. But mm-hmm. the point is is that he had a machine funding him. Mm-hmm. Right? Um and he got a lot of donations. Yeah. To step point, if you really feel like, you know, Cap not the guy, who mm-hmm. yep. put money behind whoever you think should be the guy. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. these leaders shouldn't have to struggle too. Like it's a job if you believe in what they're doing. Now that doesn't mean any Kook, who has like a bright idea, is yeah, hey, let's get him a car and some housing. Like, not necessarily, but I just think about how some of these these major organizations have risen to power throughout the history. Any organization, they get a group of people who are willing to economically stand behind them. Like the you know what I mean? <laughs> like the <yes, man. laughs> Sorry. But, like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like people like Colin Kaepernick, who literally did not have to give up anything. Nope. 
He just was living his light-skinned best life. <laughs> a veteran came to him and said, yo, bro, this is how I feel. He mm-hmm. said, this is how you feel? I'm going I'm to I'm patch into your cause, mm-hmm. and I'm going to kneel. And, and if Cap hadn't done that right now, there's no doubt in my mind he'd have a job in the NFL. Right now. Right. And he's right given now. up his legacy as an athlete, which I'm sure he spent but many so did, years But so did crafting. Eric Reed. And I don't want Eric Reed's name to go unnoticed, too, because that was his teammate. That, yeah. That that did, okay. And yeah. he also hasn't had a job since. Oh, yep. really? Yep. Cap lost his job last year. No, 16. Eric Reed, I think, lost his job in 2017. Mm-hmm. And when I say lost his job, meaning they were not given another contract. People act like Kaepernick... Had bad no. Right before that happened, he took his team yep. to the Super Bowl. To the Super Bowl, yeah. Next year to the NFC Championship, yep. which is a game before the Super Bowl. Yep. And then Everett Reed was an All Pro mm-hmm. safety. These are not schmucks. Now, all of a sudden, it's like he's untouchable. Like these guys are, yeah. Um, not the worst. Like you can't name right now. Here's my thing. You cannot name. Okay, take away the starters, right? Mm-hmm. Every team has a backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. You can't name. 32 quarterbacks at backup that are better than Kaepernick. You can't even name 32 starters that are better than Kaepernick. There's probably 10 starters that leaps and bounds better than Kaepernick. Mm -hmm. But you can't name more than... How many of them have been in the league way before him? Most of them have Most of them have been. You can't name people that are better than Kaepernick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because you definitely like because everyone that I'm that's coming to mind right now is somebody that's got a. A. Ron, ages. A. A. Ron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah. Aaron Rodgers uh, first of all is like one of my favorites. Him, like you got a Drew Brees, Drew Brees still Brady, playing. Brady. Philip Rivers. Yeah, it's like no way to like really say. I mean, he's 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 stacked against a pretty big disclaimer. Is Jazzy will always be quiet during these conversations because <laughs> she knows nothing about sports. Just I will to say too though that full disclosure. <laughs> full disclosure. What is interesting is that Nike makes the uniforms for the NFL yes. and a lot of college teams as well. So it'll be curious mm-hmm. to see it'll be interesting to see what kind of impact this this all has on um whether or not any of these sports either speak out against cap or they can't void contracts based on the mere fact that they have somebody with an ad that may be disagreeable to some. But I do think that It'll at least um, open up a conversation because I'm seeing things on the on the uh, interwebs like, oh, I'm burning my socks because of Nike, and then I see on you know Black Twitter like, oh, Josh Josh Broyland, who bought two pairs of Air Dads in the last six years, <laughs> is boycotting Nike. No one cares. We're, people of color are probably Nike's biggest consumer, and I think they're playing into that. I think they're smart enough to know that. He said Air Dads. <laughs> right now, they're smart enough to know that if they get behind a guy like Kaepernick at a time like this, we're going to spend hand over fist money yep. for that man. Now, the question again, back to my original point is, is this the wrong cause to spend money on? I can't say that it is because if we buy Nike stock and we buy into the company and effectively mm-hmm. make it our own, mm-hmm. We're going to neutralize a large segment of the uh, Make America Great Again population who feels otherwise because, guess what, Nike, if I'm at Nike right now, or Nike, yeah. have you say it? Yeah. If I'm there right now and I'm thinking about alienating an air dad buyer versus the kid that's going to spend hand over fist money to buy every Jordan release, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the guy that's going to make me but 500 a month. You're going with the culture driver. Let's be serious here. Black people are the culture drivers, right? And so we don't need to... I mean, if my choice was to follow, you know, the air dad or... Shadow, but I do wear air dads. No, I mean, and work. that's fine. But, <laughs> that's fine. But you got to fit in with the culture. Right? We respect you, Kylie. We Kali, respect so. that. But if choice, Shout out to the Patagonia vest and the air dad. Patagonia is an exceptional brand. <laughs> do you know that Patagonia is actually... A mountain range in South America. I didn't really? know. Really? I didn't know that either. How do you know that? I heard it randomly somewhere. <laughs> and then I looked at the at the logo and it's actually like little mountains. Really? Oh. Now that you think Make now Patagonia that, great again. I can't. Patagonia is untouchable and still great. My wife loved my Patagonia vest to the point where she was trying to hide them from me. <laughs> you wearing that vest again? <laughs> it's your dad uniform. Factory. <laughs> no, but like I just, I think that, you know, if I had to choose between two groups, I would choose the culture driver, the people that, that without consciously knowing it, continue to innovate where I benefit. You get what I'm saying? Like, sneaker culture is only a culture in the States because black people do it. Factory. Just saying. Well, 
We'll lighten the mood up because it's jazzy. Is uh, checked out of this football conversation. <laughs> but what we do want y'all to do is to uh, drop a comment and tell us if we right or wrong on this because it's one of the topics I feel strongly about. I got a lot of people that I know that are doing some uh, amazing things on the protesting front, but I also want people to just dig a little deeper and not be so knee-jerk reactionary and not be so contrarian. Like, mm-hmm. if you got a legitimate gripe with Nike and Colin Kaepernick, say that. But it can't just be because it's a corporation because historically, we've had the helping of non-people of color in every movement. Mm-hmm. Malcolm and Martin embraced, you know, Jewish law students and Jewish students in general mm-hmm. during their movements. Every mm-hmm. movement we had, we had non-people of color patched in. We took money from other sources. Again, mm-hmm. Booker T, Google this. This is all Googleable. Googleable. Do your Googles, people. Do your Googles. Like he he built <laughs> your favorite HBCUs with plantation owner money. Mm-hmm. So if that's okay, then it's gotta be okay too. If it's not okay. And you got to go over some bread, pops, moms, <laughs> cousin, aunt, whoever you are out there in the world. Call some money up. Put on a brighter note. We got some music for y'all. Um, I've been posting nonstop music because I'm better at listening to music than most people are. And I don't want to toot my own horn, but I have a great ear for music, um, says me. Um, quote me on me. <laughs> quote me on me. <laughs> Yo, you mad good at music, son. Quote. Air quotes me. <laughs> but uh If you ain't quoting you, who else gonna quote you? You factory. gotta quote exactly. yourself. Factory. Um But a major hype you do it, so can I, right? <laughs> Yo, they throwing all you be, I ain't gonna do that, B. <laughs> but uh my song this week, or this episode rather, is uh Gallant Doesn't Really Matter. Mm-hmm. Um y- You're welcome. It's your song for the for the full initial transition from um, I'm single all summer to now I'm getting ready for cuffing season. I can't. So without further ado, here's that song. But not least, you know, the queen of the parkway. I'm hard. I think uh, Danny, Danny Lay. I don't know if that's how you say Danny her name. Danny Lay. Danny Lay? Yeah, I think she's Dominican. Her and this. Uh, she's probably from Chicago. She might no, be. She's Dominican. She's Dominican, though, right? See, I knew she was Dominican. That's, you know, my island of Hispaniola mate. She's a song called All I Know with Cass. Oh, I know. I, I can't, right? And I hadn't heard that song sample since, you know, Miss New Booty. No, Miss, yeah. You know, with most death. But um, it's a really nice, really nice song. I think that it ha- does help with the transition between summertime antics and fall romantics. Ah! Ah! Oh, 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 man. I stab myself. <laughs> I stab myself. Here's that. <laughs> So those are musical selections for this week. Go check those out on your favorite service, website, wherever you can find it at. Now on iTunes. Yeah, we're also on iTunes now, so check us out on there. Check, if you haven't already, um, Stereos, Space Pod will come right up. We're Googleable, but we're also iTunes searchable. Mm-hmm. Um, and we will endeavor to give you more consistent music selections and full music reviews. Let us know what type of music you want to hear and how often you want these reviews to occur. I'm going to keep dropping random pieces of uh, new music for you guys just because I'm, I'm really good at it. Um, <laughs> also quoted uh, by yeah. Kunto. <laughs> Speaking of quotes and vernacular, this is a quick, urgent call to all my native New Yorkers. When I say New Yorkers, I mean New York City. I don't mean Mount Vernon. I don't mean Westchester. <laughs> I don't mean Long Island. Nothing against y'all. Y'all are all cool, too. You guys got nice houses and cars. <laughs> But for the people that grew up taking the iron horse, this is a call to arms. Take back your vernacular. Word. 
Don't let nobody call you two train the red line. Word. <laughs> the same Boston. Or the okay. four train the green line. Nah. Or the D train the orange line. Yeah. Make them say D train. Make them say two train. <laughs> Make them say four train. Because in the words of Crazy Eyes from uh, Orange is New Black, mm-hmm. if they could say Tchaikovsky and Toy Story, yep. they could say four train. Yep. Exactly. And two train. Yep. Stop letting them come here from wherever with this weird vernacular. I took the yellow line. And the yellow line dropped me off where I could take the orange line. And so I took the orange line back into Brooklyn where I transferred to the red line. It's what? But the red line wasn't working because I get to like weekend construction. <laughs> so I was trying to go to Prospect Lefferts Gardens, but I couldn't. So I, I took like a shuttle bus. Fam, if you had the... If you remember the days with the paper train passes... Yes, like the, they were blue, that joint. Yeah, yeah even I remember if you that. don't remember them days... If you ever had to fight for your Vanson, oh, or your Biggie, or your Tims, or your Pradas, if you hey, yo, what the, size are those? Or your Basket boots, my, my uptown size. people. My size, man. Or your Basket boots, my uptown people. Yo. If you remember them days of old New York when you had to be tough to be fly, mm-hmm. not let people come in and change your vernacular. You, you earned this. Yeah, you earned the right did. to walk around fly. These people earned with a T. You earned it. <laughs> People come here just trying to change it all up. Do not allow that. Fight back. Persist. 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 These are your trains. You want a seat? Go get a seat. Don't let nobody come Listen, on your train to take your seat. First of all, first of all, they wasn't even riding the trains and them trains was them dirty, graffitied, red red trains. You no, know them joints. Now that they all automated. If they can't handle the red birds, they can't say red line. Exactly. What is the red bird? Them old, them the old, old joints. train when it was oh. red. They steal. They just steal. So the thing is, those trains actually were mad nice in the 60s, but they had to paint them over because of all the graffiti. Yes. In the 70s, when our train system was damn near bankrupt. Right. (laughs) And then in the 80s, when our great mayor said no one ever, Ed Koch, rest in peace, Mm -hmm. took over, and some guy named uh, Will Brad, you guys may have heard of him. Mm -hmm. Maybe. He came over, he came through and supposedly cleaned up the uh, transit system, but he also introduced, you know, things like Broken windows and you know mm. that's, a, that's a sorry. That's a whole. Nother, I go off on these tangents. Topic. Sorry, oh. sorry. But I love my city, man, and and I'm a good kid from a, a mad city. No, Kendrick Lamar. But that's just that's the same as changing the names of the neighborhoods. Yeah. yeah. Listen, Brownsville will always be Brownsville. I'm born in Brookdale Hospital. Yeah. I swam in Betsy Head Pool <laughs> to the extent that I could. I had to fight to keep my sneakers in Betsy Head Pool. Yo. I played no, in Bravo Park, like. I've been through it, so I, I earned. Yeah, with a T. I earned the right to, to be earned. And I've been yeah. in the Polo Grounds. I've been to Fratona Park. <laughs> I've been to Baisley out there yeah. in Queens. I've traveled to Five Boroughs. Shout out to the whole Five Boroughs. Yep. I earned the right to talk greasy. Yep. Do not let these people come to your, your neighborhood and rename <laughs> Straight it. Straight up. And don't let them ride your train and reclaim it. Straight up. Cut it out. Everybody who's from Bushwick, stop letting them call you East Williamsburg. That is disrespectful. You are from Bushwick, okay? I took the M train to school. I, I know what it is. <laughs> we know what it is over in Stanhope and Wyckoff and all that The M train ran like once every half an hour. You remember yeah. the days? <laughs> there are all kinds oh, oh. of new names there. Oh, the, B-54? I took the 54. You see that? And on, on certain days, I would take the tr- the three train with the kids all out of my way. To take, just to take the train. The longest way home. The, the, the longest way home. home. No, it's true. Like, you know, even like uh, Prospect Heights and Crown Heights, now it's Pro Crow. Pro Crow. That's no. that was like my Pro Crow. And I was like, who is Pro Crow? It's <laughs> FA. It's NA. NA Rock. And like, yeah. come on. It's, it's people that gave their freedom. And, and no ha. And so ha. No ho. Yeah. like No leader. Knock it off. Knock it off. Cut it out. Cut it out. You Cut are Bushwick. Not East Williamsburg. Full House Boys. Cut it out. Right. Straight up. Persist, resist, all that. Speaking of that, you know, a lot of people know that Labor Day marks the the informal end of the summer. Mm. But they say you can't wear white anymore. I still wear white. So what? <laughs> But most people go through their summer, you know, not like Ellie May. They don't want to be booed up. They want to be out here, you know. Um, thotting and bopping. Thotting right. and bopping. And now that it ends, school resumes. So the school teacher girls are no longer available. Yeah. Um, oh, these are all the special ed education teachers. <laughs> <laughs> teachers be having a lot of availability during summer. 
I mean, the teacher's schedule is awesome. So I've heard. So you've heard. Oh, my goodness. But we got to offer everybody a tip for making this transition from thotting and bopping for the summer to boo loving for the fall. Because fall and spring are my favorite seasons. I like them because in the summer, you can get a white tee, some uptowns to be fly. But in the fall, in the spring, you got to actually get dressed. You got (laughs) to... <laughs> you gotta actually be able to put on a good sweater. Right. You gotta coordinate with a good boot. You know right. what I'm trying? Yeah, you know I mean. Shit that actually tests your faction, gangster. That's you a, gotta. That's a factory. Anybody that get fly know the best seasons is the fall, fall right. baby. Spring. Right. But I'm a big fall guy. No See, pun yeah. intended. We're less than thirty days from my birthday. Whoa, we lit. We lit. But <laughs> my tip for the transition from um, thotting and bopping to. The, the preseason of cuffing season because mm-hmm. it ain't cold enough quite yet mm-hmm. for full cuffage. <laughs> <laughs> but as you get to the preseason, you got to realize that you got to build a larger roster. You got a bigger roster. <laughs> and now you got to start to make cuts. Right. You do. Just like in football, right? Yeah. So consider this training camp. Yeah, combine was Put your season. fellas, put your ladies through, you know, rigorous drills. Like what? And activities. What's a drill? Whoa. Ooh, let's do it. What's the drill? You know, dates. Girl, I might be in a drill right now. I don't know I'm in the drill. Right. What's the drill? Spill the beans. I mean, hypothetically, so I heard. Uh-huh. You know, you got to put them to the test. <laughs> Act up a little bit and see how they respond. You know what I mean? Don't, so wait, don't so answer every text. You hear this? Oh, don't answer oh, every, every text, ladies. Oh, don't send every good morning text. Ladies, they withholding the good morning beautiful texts. <laughs> if you find come yourself... So wait, what would it be a, What would be you? How would you, you know, in a formal life, Look how would you... How, how would you have one of them uh, to respond to your non-texting? Right. Oh, say that. I'm a serial monogamist, so I can't right. even... In a former life, I'm qualified life. In a former life. I always had girlfriends most of my life, so... All right, so you... I remember nothing but having girlfriends. Mm. <laughs> you catch me slipping on the air. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Giving Kali to the biggest eye roll well, I've I ever seen. I appreciate knowing that it, there's drills. That's nice. All I'm saying, fellas, is that the people that make your team are the ones that got to be battle-tested. Just because they are a high draft pick don't mean they should make the team automatically. You can't have your franchise player feeling like they can walk into training oh, camp. Oh, ladies, please. And automatically get the starting spot. They got an early starting spot. Lady, for what? For what? That's like somebody in the Knicks talking about you got to earn your starting spot. It's still the Knicks. And I love the Knicks. But it's still That's monkeys the in Knicks. that back office. But if you're the Warriors. Everybody think they're the Warriors, though. And you're right. really and the you're Knicks. not. <laughs> <laughs> you're really the Knicks. Not. You got no rings. Talk about, um, I got to I gotta put you through training Fellas, camp. You got no remember rings. remember the quote. I need right. chicks like Ewing, knees hurt with um, no ring. Right. With no ring. Sweating under pressure because you and your back off is still monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know why they're going so hard on. Listen, what? fellas, as a GM and as a coach, <laughs> like me, back in my heyday, allegedly. Allegedly. A GM and a coach. In the words of, you know, the, the prophet. Lord. John Jackson. Lord. I'm not into coaching birds like Tony La Russa. Lord. Choose your women wisely. Make your cuts wisely based off of past behavior. See what drills they can, you know, go through. What shape What shape are they in? In terms of, can they withstand an entire season of full coverage? Uh-huh. And you act accordingly. Well, maybe you should figure out. Like, we should but all you need make sure that... Position coaches. Uh-huh. You need adequate supervision. And you need to make the cuts, the tough choices, because... Cuffing season is part of a business. Cuffing is a business. If my, it's if a like, business. If my hair and my head could fall off, right? Right. <laughs> business. And it also depends on where you are. If you in college, it's different. Mm-hmm, if yeah. you just out of college, it's different. Mm-hmm. If you we're, we're talking to 30, 40, it's different. People on the cusp of no, uh, 30s. The graphic and... per the stats is 18 and 44. Okay. Eight, okay. Well, we're talking about Let's hit the 18 year olds first. Yes. 18 to 25, live your life. Yeah. Live your life. Yeah. But yeah. don't, but don't, one thing I'm very against is hurting good girls. If she a solid chick, you may have to retire and just make it a franchise play. Right. If but you find that person. If she still is telling you, oh, I'm asleep, but then she on Snap or she at the party getting good. Good night. Hookah. Good night. Hookah, be careful of those. If you 25 to Hookah 30, enthusiasts. Watch out for the hookah enthusiasts. <laughs> And the uh, bottle technicians. <laughs> Watch out for them. Watch out for the nightlife chicks. Our bottle technicians. Nightlife chicks are not your friends when it comes to full coverage, man. 
by Listen, the time they got money to make, right? Right, but by the time they realize that your heart is tender, it'll turn your heart to stone. Stop. It's no different than a DJ playing everybody track. Right? <laughs> You're not... The so, DJ show up, yo, and play this for me. Sure, no, I got you. The comments... You feel like the it's comments, just you. The comments tell me Stop. that you're not the greatest at analogy. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> DJ playing every song, we'll go with it. Okay. I don't want no more angry messages like, what you mean garages, B? What does she mean by garage, B? <laughs> we'll go it with it. It made sense in the moment, it did right? Sense. We'll go with it. Listen, as a car, <laughs> I don't want garages saying that they've had me. That's but, because you don't want that. Yeah. That's, that's, that's exactly what we talked about. Didn't mean it didn't happen. It didn't happen. But, okay, Park fine. It. So DJ Turn your engine Park off. It. Turn your engine off. A, a, a DJ... <laughs> Turn your engine off. A DJ playing every record? All right, fine. Uh, I mean, we'll go with that. No, you know how sometimes people like to feel special. They go up to the DJ, they ask for a certain song, the DJ plays it. And not, you, now you think you got you in love with the New DJ. Not New York, because these got... New York DJs don't play nothing but Atlanta music. <laughs> <laughs> now we've gone way off topic. <laughs> way, way. So, 25 to 30, what should the 25 to 30-year-olds be doing? As they as they transition into the fall? Mm-hmm. I speak for the fellas. Mm-hmm. Get your sweater game right. True. You need a couple of turtlenecks. Yeah, we like them shits with the with the serious, you know, the little teddy bear looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like all those sweaters. Little button joint, like get you a couple cowl necks. Yeah, exactly. There we go. We like that. We like those. Couple cowl necks. Make sure the beard is moisturized. Moisturize your beard. Yeah, no dandruff. Floors daily. Um, do your push-ups. Um. Suits tailored. And get a couple of good pea coats too, and also tailor your jeans. Word. Shout out to Fulani Taylor's on Flatbush. Oh, check you out. Flatbush between Empire and Lincoln Road. Yes, they hold it down. Fulani, they've been there for years. Get your That's jeans tailored. Like, in a good shoe. No <laughs> no square foot shoes. <laughs> and no no soft bottoms. Get hard bottom, wooden sole, like wooden. Get you a good pair of shoes. Yo, you know what? A and get two fact? or three go-to spots to rotate your, your team to. You ain't it. You got mango seed. You got mango um. Mango seeds, yeah. Yeah, you got mango seed. Yeah, mango seeds. You got that. What's the other one? Um. This uh, prefade just got really, really, really popular too. Um, what stick is another good me. one? Yeah. Uh, who else is really good? There's a few. Those are my tips for the fellas. I don't know. For the ladies, I, I don't care. Eighteen to forty. Remember, Drake gave us the blueprint. <laughs> nice for what? For what? Nice for what? <laughs> Por qué? Pero por qué? Why? There's no, if you're not being treated fairly, if That's people it. are not showing you the attention that you deserve, That's it. because you Sorry, deserve it. it, I deserve. Don't, That's don't it. give them the time of day. That's it. You're a garage, goddammit. You are a garage. <laughs> you're a garage. And if you want to be hosted, if you want to be hosted and parked in my garage, That's it. you better treat That's me it. right. And the price just went up. And oh, the price went, the went price up. How much is the monthly cash? Hey, well. The price just went up. Cheese on bread, man. <laughs> the price just went up. Yeah. But everyone, treat everyone with kindness and respect. Yes. And we can make the world a better place by not hurting anyone's feelings. Yes. Yo, my advice to you, the flags are real. You sense a red flag, do not do not pass go, do not, do not collect $200. Just listen to the red flag. You will save yourself a winter full of despair. Oh, yeah. If you just listen to your gut, if something about her eyebrows don't work for you, fam, leave shorty with the eyebrows, with the parentheses eyebrows alone. Or that one time he said he was going to text you back and, and he, he, didn't, he didn't hit sis. you until two days later. Yes. Maybe Sex. he got caught up in the police race. Yeah, okay. No. He was in another quarter. Uh, he was caught up somewhere else. Though. Exactly. All right? Listen Maybe to your gut. Maybe he got in the garage. Uh-huh. Uh, exactly. In another garage. In another garage. <laughs> you better stay there. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. This pass is not transferable. She. <laughs> well, listen, again, you know, cover season officially begins in my world on September 15th. Mm-hmm. Why? I, I don't have any rhyme or reason. That's the <laughs> after football season begins, but before summer I think ends. I'm going to catch football season again. I didn't catch it last year because of the whole gap thing. I, I think I might. I didn't watch it, but now with this with this stupid rule they put in and all that. Yeah, I you kind of want to see what's up. Nah, I'm, I'm still not going to watch it. Oh. I got tennis now because I watch tennis. Mm, okay. You know what I mean, I don't understand tennis at all, and I, I tennis is actually mad lit. Is it really? It's mad lit. Yeah. Is something about love in there? Is love happening? So. Love is basically 
when you got somebody you zip to something. So, for instance, if I win in the first uh, game and, like, I, I hit it at you, you can't hit it back. I have 15 to love, but love is from the French loaf for egg. Uh, zero. Zero looks like an egg. Oh. So that's why they call it love. Yeah, so then it's 15 love, then 30 love, then 40 love. Then and this is all if somebody else doesn't hit the ball right now. Right. Or if if you hit it back and forth, but they, they miss it or whatever. Okay. So that's how that goes. And then mm. it'll be, you know, one game to zip all the way up to six. Okay. And then first to six wins that set. Okay. On the women's side, it's the it's best two out of three. And the men's is best, I think, three out of five. Okay. But that's what love means. That's intense. Yeah. But I mean, um, I took French for Mad Long, so that's how I was able to... Get that. To put that, con- I was, that connection. I also did my Googles because it's Googleable. Listen, doing your Googles is important. Yeah. And tennis is one of them sports where people act like, you know, golf is like a rich person sport. Yeah. Tennis is actually mad lit. The richer person sport. <laughs> but, yeah, to go to the U.S. Open, um, I was over tickets. Mm-hmm. And if you go during the day, it's like a couple hundred for like great seats. At night, for the nosebleeds, where you like barely inside the joint, yeah. it's like, like $200. Oh, yeah? At night, is like five grand to like be in the mix. Depending that on, night game is probably like at, very And as you get closer to the actual like final, yeah. the price you see going up. Keeps going up. Yeah. Yo, you know, they said that they were supposed to try to have the World Cup uh, in Soccer's the United another States. Lit sport. Another lit sport. Yeah, in the United States in the next either four to eight years. And so like right now, if you buy a ticket for the World Cup final game right now in like Jersey... Eight for eight years in the future, you can afford it. Yeah. <laughs> because them shits are like 10 racks easy. And so I'm like, let me just buy a ticket and put it in my investments. I've been in Mexico during the World Cup when he was playing Italy. Yeah. And I was I was at a resort and the whole Mexico staff stopped gone. working. He was yeah. watching it. It was Italian tourists. So I'm sitting in the middle like, <laughs> and well, and yo, Mexico lost. It was so yeah. inflated, but the energy yeah. was crazy. Yeah. Sorry. Can you imagine? Like, it's because we don't really have, like, in terms of football or globally, United States, we ain't really rocking with, like, the, t- mm-hmm. the people who really doing it. But y- A lot of our sports are regional. Yeah. And, like, baseball is very regional. Basketball is very national. Mm-hmm. It's also international. If you think about, like, China, like, Lithuania. Mm-hmm. Football, football, to, as soon as you leave the U.S., football is soccer. Yeah. So we don't have like a global sport, but soccer is the global sport, mm-hmm. um, and it's a big deal. Like it's a huge, it's so much, it's so exciting. Factory. No commercial breaks for forty five whole minutes. I'm just watching. Shout out to Morocco who got jerked in the World Cup. Yeah, you know I mean, y'all still Morocco? held it down. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Y'all still held it down, but I got jerked. So Brazil, good Brazil, Brazil. But uh, on that, we'll wrap it. You know, my final thought of the day is protect your vernacular. Mm-hmm. No more red line, no more green line, man. <laughs> Stand clear, closing doors. That pitch is perfect. <laughs> I practiced that, I practiced it. Good for you. Y'all got any final thoughts? Uh, yeah, more champagne. That had nothing to do with nothing but just drink champagne. Celebrate your wins. That's it. Ah, that's a good one. Yeah. With champagne. <laughs> Over and out. Make sure y'all add us on iTunes. Yes, tell Twitter, your people that. IG, SoundCloud. Holla at us. No matter where we face, we must face the moment of truth, baby.